Hi, I'm Taylor, and welcome to the TD Nutrition Podcast. Hi, welcome back to the TD Nutrition Podcast. Today, we are talking about protein and how protein isn't as important as we often think that it is. How many times have you been told that you need to eat more protein or have you been asked if you're eating enough protein? And and don't get me wrong, there are situations where maybe someone's not getting enough protein, but nine times out of 10, I don't really think that the issue they're dealing with is lack of protein. Um, And maybe you work out a lot or you're an athlete and you increased your protein intake due to all the physical activity and so that you can put on more muscle. And the truth is we really don't need as much protein as we think. Protein really isn't the thing that we need to build strong, lean muscles. It's not the thing we need for endurance and stamina. Um, yet we think it is. And that's kind of just this mainstream thought. I think that we're told that so often that we don't really question it. We don't look too much into it. We just think that protein should be the center of every meal that we have of the day, that we should start our day with protein and go from there. And we really only need 10% of our daily calories to be from protein. And and if you're active, you know, maybe a little bit more than that, maybe, you know, 12%. But Again, that it doesn't have to be as high as we think it is. And so that notion of like you should have a gram of protein for every pound of body fat or body weight, that's really not true. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about protein and fat and how they're pretty much deeply connected. You can't really separate them. So if you're eating protein, you're automatically getting fat. And even though it's a good fat, it can be an issue or cause issues. And then I'm gonna talk about why glucose is more important than protein. I will talk about why protein doesn't actually fill us up. And then I will discuss what you should actually be focusing on instead of protein if you want to have a more complete diet or if you wanna put on lean muscle um, and build your strength and all that good stuff. So protein and fat. Anytime you consume protein, 90% of the time it is connected to a fat. So even super lean meats contain fats. Even vegan proteins like pumpkin seeds or hep seeds contain fat. And while the fats in seeds are a healthy fat, still too many fats in your diet can fuel chronic illnesses and all the symptoms that come along with having a chronic illness. So while you are thinking that you're probably just eating a lot of protein, you're actually eating a lot of fat too. And eating a high fat diet is detrimental if you're battling a chronic illness, an autoimmune disease, and countless other symptoms. If you have gut imbalance, too much fat can be an issue. Um, If you have diabetes, that can be an issue. Too much fat can be an issue. So this this is important to keep in mind because if you're eating too much protein, odds are you're eating too much fat. Or if you're having a lot of protein, odds are you're having too much fat. And so you want to be aware of that. And a main cause of chronic illnesses like migraines, Hashimoto's, lupus, fibromyalgia, multiple sclerosis, eczema, 
chronic fatigue syndrome, UTIs, cystic acne, tingles and numbness, diabetes, and autism are, are the pathogens, toxic heavy metals, and other toxins that feed off of a diet too high in fat. So it's almost impossible for the pathogens, the heavy metals, and all the, these other toxins that are responsible for the illnesses that I just named, it's impossible for them to leave the body because the blood becomes too thick from all the fat that's coming in through protein and then even just pure fat sources like avocados and oils. So it's a, so the fat is a host for these pathogens and toxins that are in the bloodstream. So again, if you're dealing with a chronic illness and you don't feel like any of your symptoms are getting better and you don't know what it is in your diet that could be feeding the symptoms, look at your fat intake and look at your protein intake because that might be the thing that is not allowing you to get better. Um, you know, and sometimes we eat way more avocado than we should in a day. Avocados are healthy and they do contain a lot of health benefits, but Again, if you have a chronic illness, too much avocado cannot be good for you and have the opposite effect. So um, again, if you have a chronic illness and you just can't figure out what is like that missing link, evaluate your protein and fat. And there's a popular belief that tells us that our brains are made out of fat and that we need to eat a lot of healthy fats for good brain health. And this is incorrect. High fat diets are actually bad for our brain health. So there's only like a tiny amount of fat in our brain, but our brains are actually mostly made up of sugar or glucose. So therefore the brain runs on glucose and not fat. Without enough glucose coming in through our diet, the brain begins to shrink as we get older and it's deprived of getting enough glucose due to high fat, high protein and low carb diets. And so like, you know, we're told you got to avoid eating too much fruit. You got to avoid potatoes. And so again, this causes our brain to shrink because we don't get enough glucose in our diet most of the time because it's very popular to eat a low carb diet that's high in protein and high in fats. And this is actually causing harm to our brains. What actually allows our brain to function properly, to work hard and to complete every single function that it does every day is consuming lots of glucose and lots of mineral salts. And so mineral salts are like naturally occurring salts that are typically found in, in vegetables. And if you listen to the celery juice episode, you know that celery juice contain a lot of mineral salts. Um, so that kind of segues me into the next section, and that's why glucose is more important than protein. Sugar that is naturally derived, so sugars found in fruits, and natural carbohydrates like potatoes, sweet potatoes, and winter squashes, they actually help build muscle. Bet you didn't think I was gonna say that. So fat actually stops you from building muscle while natural sugars help you build muscle. And while also helping you build muscle, they're super hydrating, which our muscles need to be hydrated when we're working out. And that allows us to push ourselves harder in a workout to then build more muscle. Now, if you drink protein shakes every day, the hidden ingredients in those shakes that are actually responsible for your muscle mass are the sugars and the carbohydrates in the protein shake. And typically, 
the sugar and carbs in a protein shake aren't really natural sugar and it's usually some sort of preservative and and you know processed sugar which that has other negative impacts on our health so again you really want to try to go away from a protein shake that contains a lot of processed ingredients and opt for a very clean one and then if you do get a very clean one that's not going to contain any added sugar or carbs to it it'll just be like that protein so if you do like pumpkin seed protein powder it's just that there's no sugar in that there's no like carbs in that Um, so you're getting the protein which is great but again we need sugar and carbs natural sugar and carbs um, for our muscles so that's just an important thing to keep in mind that if you want to drink a protein shake after you work out that's great but maybe have like an like a you know a natural protein shake like pumpkin seed protein powder and then have a banana with that and then you kind of are hitting all the things that you really need and if you're someone who's really interested in maintaining muscle definition or building lean muscle tone eating enough fruits leafy greens and vegetables um, you know drinking celery juice for example which is packed with mineral salts and electrolytes all of those things will prevent your muscles from atrophying and help remove toxins in the muscles that prevent them from expanding and getting stronger so we can accumulate toxins in our muscles and that prevents them from being strong and and growing so if you're you know really wanting to take extra focus to your muscles fruits leafy greens vegetables adding in celery juice daily would be things that would really benefit you way more than just increasing your protein intake the next thing that i'm going to talk about is protein doesn't fill you up so protein doesn't satiate our hunger like we often think that it does the reason we think that protein fills us up is because things like eggs chicken beef soy products uh, nuts and seeds those all those things they're also fats or they contain fats and it's the fats in those foods that make you think you're full because it takes our bodies a long time to break down and digest fats high amounts of high amounts of fats both good and bad fats are harmful to our livers especially at one time or in in the course of a day Our liver doesn't want to have to process a lot of fats every day, every meal of the day, um, because it takes a lot of energy. And especially in the morning, the last thing you want to do in the morning is eat fats, whether it's eggs, bacon, avocado, seeds, nuts. You kind of want to save all that for like after 12 because your liver is just waking up for the day and it kind of just needs a minute before you start eating fats. And if you have a chronic illness, definitely do not have fats for breakfast. If you don't have a chronic illness, you know, maybe that's more lenient for you. But if you're coping with a chronic illness, no fats in the morning is going to really help you out. Um, And again, just too many fats. It, It makes you think you're full because things get kind of backed up because it can't be digested very quickly. But you don't want to be full from fats. You'd rather be full from things like fruits and vegetables. Now let's talk about what to focus on instead of protein. So instead of making protein the center of your entire diet and the center of every meal, you really want to make whole foods like fruits and vegetables the center of every meal. And fruits and vegetables do contain protein and they don't have any fats. I mean, very, very little, but 
basically not at all. And you'd be surprised how much of the protein in fruits and vegetables will actually add up by the end of the day. And you'll be in a really good place with how much protein you had. And I mean, if you if you eat meat, I'm not saying don't eat meat at all. I'm just saying maybe you don't need to eat as much as you think you need to to get all the protein you need in a day. Um, a single serving or, or two servings will be just fine. If you have a chronic illness, having one serving of animal protein a day is really all you need. Um, because again, too much animal protein with a chronic illness can make symptoms worse. So fruits and vegetables do contain protein. Raw spinach has a lot of protein in it. Um, potatoes are amazing. Um, not only are they super healing, but the skin of potatoes, specifically white potatoes, contain a bioavailable protein. And what that means is the protein in the skin of a potato is easily absorbed by the body. It doesn't have to do any work to break down the skin to access that protein. Versus if you eat some chicken or beef, the body has to do work to break it down to then access the protein. And so then you don't even always absorb all the protein that's in it. But with potatoes, you know you're gonna absorb all the protein that is in the skin because it's bioavailable. It's already ready to go. Tomatoes also have protein in them. Bananas even have protein, and they also satiate our hunger because of their calorie count. They're high in calories, so they actually make us feel full. And bananas um, are a great food to have pre and post-workout instead of a protein shake. So if you're trying to cut down on protein um, and you really want to build lean muscle and build your strength, having a banana before working out or and or having a banana after you work out is great and and having it before and after is like the best that you could do um you could even eat two bananas before a workout depending how long your workout is two bananas can fuel an intense 90 minute workout so if you're going to be at the gym for an hour and a half eat two bananas before you go oranges and apples even contain protein tangerines are also great for helping build lean muscle and they contain a lot of vitamin C too, which is great. And amla berry powder. Um, amla berry is another name for Indian gooseberries. And this is great for increasing your energy and improving muscle tone. So you could get some amla berry powder and add it to smoothies and get it in your diet that way. That is amazing. And it's also super high in vitamin C and a bunch of other antioxidants. So not only is it going to help with energy and improving your muscle tone, it'll help your immune system as well. So to wrap this episode up, the main point of all of this was to say that protein really doesn't need to be the cornerstone of your diet. Um, fruit and vegetables really should be because their vitamin content, all the minerals and the fiber that they contain are things that our body and our brains need every day. Um, and we do need protein, but we don't need it in excess like we think we do. And if your goal is to put on more lean muscle, the answer isn't protein. The answer is glucose and bioavailable protein that's found in fruits and vegetables. You know, focus on fruits, leafy greens, vegetables, potatoes, sweet potatoes, winter squashes, all of those things that I mentioned. And if you increase those and eat more fruits before and after workouts, you'll definitely put on more lean muscle. You'll probably notice that your endurance and stamina is better because you'll have all this energy from the glucose coming in. And you'll probably even notice that your brain function is even better than it used to be. 
So play around with that. Try adding in more fruits and vegetables and taking out a little bit of protein and see how good you feel. And if you have a chronic illness, see how good you feel by lowering your fat and protein intake and increasing your fruit and vegetable intake and see if your symptoms start to subside a little bit. If you're interested in lowering your protein intake and increasing your fruit and vegetable intake to help with your athletic performance, your strength, um, or to help with a chronic illness, and maybe you need some support, maybe you need a little bit more um, one-on-one coaching to help with that, even though now you know this information, that's what I'm here for. So if you want to schedule a one-on-one consultation with me, Um, to get support lowering protein intake and how to make sure you're still getting enough calories and nutrients in a day, you can send me an email at tdnutritioncoaching at gmail.com and I would love to chat with you. Thanks for listening.